wealth, knowledge yourself. If you ain't on that, won't nothing else help. Life, liberty, pursue the happiness. You ain't with that, you probably living like savages. Health, wealth, knowledge yourself. If you ain't on that, won't nothing else help. Life, liberty, pursue the happiness. You ain't with that, you probably living like savages. When the mind's right, it shines like from the highest heights to the what up good people welcome to episode 166 of the project rook podcast this my friends is your holistic and that good old common sense lord let's not forget the common sense pursuit of health and wellness if you don't know how we get down we're talking all things health how you living how you thinking how you feeling how you moving how you responding we talking all things wealth, the inner wealth, the inner store, the inner power, the inner wisdom, the inner guidance, and all things knowledge of self. Do I know who I am? Do I know what my needs are, what my wants are, what my desires are, what my triggers are? What my what what makes me afraid? What makes me come alive? That's what we're talking about, good people. I'm your host, Rook the Great. And if you're wondering who the hell told me I'm great, she wondering who the hell told you that you were not. And TikTok goes the clock. Life just be sitting back waiting on us to bust a move. Literally willing and able to usher in anything that we desire. Life just be waiting on us. To bust a move. And we don't. We don't. That's the craziest part. It is crazy watching people who I know are smart and talented and gifted and good hearted, loving, and genuine. And they've given up. They've given up. That's what we're talking about. The worst disease of all is the disease of the mind. When it's unrest there, when there's lack of ease in the mind, man, the whole system is compromised. When you believe in illness more than you believe in health and wellness, Man, illness is what it will be for you. If you believe in lack more than you believe in abundance, that's what it will be for you. If you believe in loneliness, in unhappiness, in lack of love, more than you do the exciting, exhilarating, fulfilling joy, of all things that is love, all things that is that is peace, that is electrifying. Like a good mind gone. I don't want to say it's gone forever, but boy, is it a challenge to reel that sucker back in. Out of all the the diseases of the world that we've been told about. All the diseases that they've come up with. Because they come up with them all. I want you to remember that. Diseases are created. You have to give a name to a thing. 
all the body is doing is exhibiting symptoms. You, human, have to create disease. You have to create a label, a title. And then you have to take whatever symptoms you want to associate with that title and group it together. And ta-da, you got a disease. There's no such thing as disease other than what it is that you create. But out of all of the ones that we've been told exist, there is none greater than the one of the mind. This is why if you've been working on yourself, if you've taken time to pull out of society, if you've gotten quiet just a little bit, you don't, you don't really have a lot of the same conversations you used to, you've just been kind of sitting with yourself. You've been researching, you kind of been reading things. You may have been taking some time to incorporate some meditation or getting more serious about how you're eating and how you're moving. Initially, you may not feel as though there's a great big benefit from that. You may not feel the results of that initially. It may not seem like you're moving the mark a lot, but I am here to tell you there is no greater investment that you can make than on reframing and reshaping your mind. If you don't get that mind in check, you are finished. There's nothing else to discuss. There's nothing else to discuss. You can talk about all the things in society. You can, you can, we can have podcast after podcast discussing what's wrong with men and what's wrong with women and what's wrong with the system until you reshape and reframe your thinking. Everything else you do will be in vain. Yeah, that's kind of how this works. Your mind is all. I'll, I'll rephrase it. I will, I will state it exactly how the Kabbalion states it. All is mind. All is mind. Not some. Not these parts over here. All is mind. The universe is mental. I don't care how confused I could get or frustrated. I don't care what the world does. I don't care even if my own life starts to, to, to get all over the place. I'm always going to come back to home base. What is home base, Rook? Home base is the mind. I'm going to tell myself, I'm going to remind myself, all is mind. The universe is mental. So there can be nothing that is going on in my life that is not connected to mind. That settles it. That's why I cannot be a victim. I cannot in one breath say that I understand, honor, respect, and yield to the universal laws and principles and then it is then in the next breath, come back and be a victim and say that, you know, things just happen. Which one is it? We too wishwashy. What do you believe? It's, 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 it's really that simple. What do you believe? What do you say is true? If the all, if all is mine, then everything that I can encounter 
is directly connected to my mind. Do you understand there cannot be an illness in my body without there being an illness in my mind? There cannot be dis-ease in my physical and there not be some sort of dis-ease. Are you following what I'm saying to you here? You can't get away from that fact. You cannot move away when stuff gets confusing to you. Ask yourself, have I gone back to home base? Let me start there. And it don't matter what you think that you thinking. It don't matter how you think that you thinking. It don't matter how you think you operating. It don't matter how good I may think I am with certain things. If I am experiencing something in my physical life, there is a non-physical connection. And it should be good news. It should be good news because... That lets me know that I can fix it. That lets me know there's a remedy. If you went and taken any shots in your body and your body is jacked up, you go back to the origin. All is mind. I know what has been done in the physical. I understand the physical implications. But I ain't got to go back to the origin. Even the shot itself could not impact me unless I opened the door in my mind. And that may not make sense because you think of your mind as the mind that comes to mind, right? You don't see the unseen mind. You don't see the subconscious mind. You don't understand what is happening there. You don't understand that suggestions are being made to you all day long. Impressions are being made all day long. So it might not make sense to say, well, damn, I don't, you know, I still don't get how, especially when it's, people will accept, okay, maybe my mind, I was a little fearful and worried about getting a cold. Okay, I can accept that maybe my mind played a role in that. But when you start going to things that are really challenging, let's just say somebody went and did something and now they're having severe neurological problems. Let's say they're unable to walk. Let's say they're in the bed in pain, just, you know, head to toe. It becomes challenging to accept that, wait a minute, are you trying to say that I asked for this? No. See, that's your, that, that's the carnal mind. That's the physical mind trying to make sense of that which is not physical. No, we're not saying that you actually asked to be sick. What we are saying, however, though, that in the field of energy, you can be asking for things that you are unaware of because you have put your attention on what you do not want, you have put your attention on illness, you operate in a state of fear, then yes, it could mean that you could be asking to open the door to illness without even knowing. So where does that leave us? Well, we got to ask what, you, what can you do about it? But we can't get to doing something about it until you accept that fact. This is what it means 
Well, this is a good example of the saying, when you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at will change. You ain't going to escape the you factor. Every single time, I love, I'd be cracking up sometimes. I talk to a friend of mine, and she'd be like, I already know what you're going to say. You're going to say it's my fault. Well, I mean, is it? Why is that offensive? Why don't we why don't we look at that from a place of power? If it's my fault, doggone it, and I can do something about it. But we are addicted to blame. Like it just feels good to make our case known. Look at what was done to me. Look at what was said to me. It was them. It was that. I deserve to soak. We, just, we feel like that and we stay there and we repeat that. Our energy agrees with that. And so we usher more of it in. This is why you can have some people who do all the physical things. They change their diet. They get healthy, you know, start getting fit. But it's some deep rooted turmoil going on on the inside so they do not see their health improving right well they get better physically right you can see yourself getting stronger you can see your endurance increasing you can actually see you you can actually see some weight come off because you've changed up your your diet but illness could still linger because we ain't got to the root of that thing. This is why we call it the holistic approach. Because we got to consider all factors. The trinity is mind, body, and spirit. It is not just body. It is not just mind. This is a holistic flow. The worst disease of all is of the mind. I didn't, I didn't understand that my mind was diseased at one point. It was when I could not do anything else. Boy, it ain't nothing like life rocking your ass. You try to clean up your diet and that and that works for a little while. You think you get him deeper into your spiritual practice and that works for a while. But when your mind finally breaks down, you know something is off. There has to be disharmony. When you get a disruption like that, there has to be something else at play. Something that has gone out of tune. This is what we're witnessing. So just let's put to the side all of what has happened and all of how despicable and what's the, we could call it diabolical wickedness. Lies, deceit, coercion that we've seen go on. Let's put that to the side for just a moment and understand the deeper messages here. People are sick. People are not well. Their bodies are not well. Their minds are not well. Their spirits are not well. The culture is not well. The community is not well. And this is what you see. We see a reflection of that. And the only way you can help, everybody want to fix stuff. You got to start. You are a part of all of this. That's why you got to start with yourself.
It's you that needs to be checked. It's you. How are you going to address the disease of your mind? How are you going to do it? When you ain't willing to pull away from the things that keep the mind diseased. You're not willing to pull away from the people who continue to poison your thought process. Because you relate to them. They look like you. They're doing some things that you would like to do. You can't even see it. You're blinded. You don't got drunk off <laughs> the bliss. Was it bliss? Bliss with an S, no T. The bliss of another. We love to try to live vicariously through other people. So we start seeing people excelling in a certain area. And because they look like us, we feel accomplished. You ain't done jack. You ain't excellent. You ain't operating in excellence. Just because they don't. You ain't. You, you don't get to ride off somebody else's accomplishments. That is cool. It is good. We love to see it. We like to see more of it. But you don't get a free pass. There, there is some work that you got to put in. There is some time. There are some hours that are due for you. We won't stop following. Like we caught up in the influencer world. The people who continue to say the things that make us feel good. We don't follow. How many people do you follow that post things that piss you off? I'm not even talking about just like over the top, just nonsense. I mean, I'm talking about people who you, you would say are from your, from your perspective, pretty decent folks. You know, they're not trying to intentionally troll people. They're not intentionally trying to be an asshole, but they have thought processes and ideas that disturb your thinking a little bit. You kind of be like, why? Well, how could they think like that? How many people you follow like that, that challenge your thinking, that disrupt your perspective? How many? Usually, usually it's not many, you know, folks that you follow that make you say, huh, never thought about it that way. Even, even if you disagree, you could say, man, I don't, nah, I mean, I ain't really thought about it that way. I mean, I did, I don't, I don't, that's wrong, but hmm. Self-correction is, is a motherfucker. You got to really look yourself in the mirror again. Even if you get there one or two times, eventually you start getting tired. Like, damn, I'm back at square one, or at least that's how it feel. Now I got to question this. Now I got to see, you know, where did I get my ideas about this? Am I, have I come out the jar? Am I still trying to see things close up? Or have I taken a step back and considered all the information? Have I considered all the perspectives? If not even all, hell, even half. I don't trust organizations, people, groups that isolate you. Look only at this. 
Trust only that. Do only that. This is the only way. I don't I don't trust you. I don't trust you. It's a little suspicious. A little suspicious. <clears throat> All is mine, the universe is mental. All is mine, the universe is mental. When you get serious about understanding what that means, things will start to become a little bit clear for you. Questioning how I see things. Am I even looking through my own eyeballs? Because sometimes you, you, you're you seeing things through the lens of someone else. Like, how do I clear out the clutter? How do I clear out the congestion? How do I get really sharp about where I stand? Why am I seeing things in a manner that I'm seeing them? And illness, I saw some nonsense earlier out of the um, WHO, World Health Organization, whoever the director is, I don't remember his name, but he was saying some nonsense about they were not preparing, keeping an eye on alert for the new, I think, bird. I want to say bird flu. Bird H1N1. <laughs> and I just bust out laughing because... They got the world by the throat. That's why you can you can you can feel good right now about how you handled the last three years, and that's cool. That's wonderful. But if you still ain't figured out that the air can't make you sick, if you still ain't figured out that there are no imaginary invisible things floating around that are too small to see on a microscope that's threatening your existence you still failed the test you still don't get it you're still stuck in the mundane the humanity like you got to come out of the physical so that you create this level of protection around you that there is no announcement that can be made that will cause you to go into a tailspin. That it doesn't matter what they say is being, on, you know, released. Oh, you know, they're in the labs. You know, it might be terrorism. They might be trying to do this. To do. It doesn't matter. Think. I want you to really think about that for a second. Do you really believe, let, let's go with the, let, let's, let's entertain the fear factors for just a moment. And go with the idea that things are being released, things are being sprayed, things are being done. Things, they, they're in all sorts of labs and they're concocting all sorts of just wickedness, right? And either releasing it or figuring out when to release it. Okay, let's, let's, let's go with that for a moment. Do you really think did that just happen? You really think they just they I hate that word they do you really think they just started doing this in the last few years? Get real. <laughs> you know how many things you have come in contact with throughout your life that could be considered deadly that never touched you, that never made you ill? Do you, do you really understand how we used to eat 
and we used to make dirt pies. Dirt pies. It is exactly the way it sounds. Okay, you had a fake little oven. You got dirt. You put got the water hose and put water in it. You stirred it up. Caked it together and we ate it. What was in that dirt? I don't know. I don't know. Highly likely all sorts of things. We've done and been exposed to all sorts of things. Common sense has to suggest to you that there has to be another factor that plays into what actually sickens you, threatens you, or even kills you. There's got to be another factor. And it is. That's the mind factor. Where are you energetically? Your attention is your power. Your frequency is your protection. We've, man, I, I don't know how your childhood was, but we've done all sorts. Me, friends, even cousins, like we did all sorts of craziness. All sorts of craziness. And at the time, there wasn't a fear about going off. Like we would leave, I remember distinctly, we could get up early in the morning and go outside and we wouldn't come back until after the afternoon, right? Nobody knew where we were. We'd be walking different places, going in the woods. Go nobody knew where we were. Nobody knew what we was doing and nobody was concerned. But yet we were protected. I'm, I'm suggesting to you that protection hasn't left it didn't dissipate. It didn't, it didn't, when, when people say, well, it's a different time. Why is it a different time? Is it a different time just because of a different time? Or is it a different time based on how we think? We live on edge. We live in constant fear. We're always being told what to be afraid of, what to be concerned about. We don't live in the blist. I keep saying bliss with a T. We don't live in the bliss. The bliss. We don't bliss, We don't live in just the ecstasy of the moment. And the more that you practice not doing that, man, it becomes so much harder to learn how to do it again. To be just where you, like, do you send your children somewhere and constantly worry I remind myself that now with my daughter. I be thinking about what I was doing at her age that my mother didn't know I was doing. And if she was worried, I never knew about it. That she never, when I talked to her, you know, we would just check in, this and that. I would visit, so on and so forth. But she didn't pass on her fear to me. And like I said, if she had the fear, I didn't know it. Now, rather than being like our mothers and grandmothers, we sit in fear. We sit where we are and create the worst case scenario. We sit and think, what if our, could be our child, our godchild, could be a niece or nephew. Lord, what if the police stopped them? 
and and then this happened and then they don't respond properly and then they pull out and they accidentally shoot up like all we're doing is replaying the scenarios that we don't want to be true we sit and think about going to the doctor for a checkup and getting a diagnosis that we don't want to get we sit and think about how one of our aunts or, 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 or mothers or whomever got into a bad situation with a bad man and they did all these bad things to him and now they were left devastated. They might have been left abused. They might have been left because they took the money and we just recycle all of these scenarios that we don't want to be true and then we wonder why are we sick? Why are we heartbroken? Why are we sad? Why are we defeated? Why are we depressed? Why? Because you have the worst disease of all and that is disease of the mind. You can stay as healthy as you want. You can stay cancer free. You can stay blood clot free. Your, your, your hair can be luxurious. Your skin can be mwah. And if you still got the disease of the mind, oh my God, you still going to suffer the same fate as the person who had all those other physical complications. It's the worst of all. Once the mind goes, everything else follows. And that, and that can go in any direction. So if the mind goes up, everything else follows. If the mind goes down, everything else follows. That's why I don't entertain certain people in certain conversations. I am not going to hang out with you on a regular basis. If all you can talk about is how bad the world is. I am not going to talk to you on a regular basis. If all you can talk about is how people are getting worse. Your body is getting worse. You getting older. You forgetting things. I do not want to hear it. I do not subscribe to that. I am not going to allow you to infect me with that disease of the mind that you currently possess. It is not going to happen. I am not a worry wart. That is not to say that there are not times when I do worry. I have to check myself. But I am not going to allow anybody to feed the parts of me that I desire to die. Not going to happen. I'm going to protect that more than I protect anything. Anything. People talk about protecting their money. Yes. Protect your funds. That's a, that's a good, good thing. Protect your physical things. Those tangible things. But man, oh man, you better protect your mind with everything you got. And there can be no love that you got for another <laughs> that would allow you to compromise that. It ain't nothing worse than having the mind. You know when the world got a person, just listen to the way they talk. Just listen to their conversations. All they give you an exact report of what's going on in the world. They do not give you an exact report of what's going on in their world. Well, I guess at that point they're one and the same. <laughs> they're one and the same by that time. But what I'm saying is 
they 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 shoot off. It's almost like turning the television on. You hear the same exact language. All of what those people are doing, all of what is wrong, that everything is too high. There's a shortage of this. I don't know what's going on with me now. My knees, my back, my neck, my sinus. And it's always a possession. You, you, you hear the word my. They've taken ownership to all of the things that they say they don't want. And they're miserable. This is hell, people. This is hell. There is no hell in the ground. This is hell. You get there and you get out of there through the mind. It is the consciousness that shifts you either into hell or into heaven. Ain't that beautiful that you get to experience it right now? You ain't got to wait to die. And when you are there, it does feel like forever. It's just the way the good book describes it. The suffering, the pain. You ain't got to be physically on fire. It feels the same. It feels like you're on fire. So, what must one do to correct the disease of the mind? We always start with the most important, and that's your attention. What is your intention on? How in the world do you think you're going to control your thinking when you haven't controlled what you're keeping your eyes on? You have to make an intentional effort to keep your eyes on what you want. I love every person I see. I love coming across people online that are 70, 80, 90, 100 years old getting it in. They in the gym. They doing marathons. They doing yoga. I love it. It feels so familiar to me. I can connect with it. I keep my attention on what's thriving in life, what is doing well in life. During the pandemic, I kept my, my attention on all that was lovely, all that was healthy, all that was free, all that was joyful. I put my attention on no pain and no suffering and no illness. Are you insane? I know how powerful my attention is. So if I'm trying to self-correct, the first thing that I am going to check is what is my attention on? It's my attention on all of the ways that this could go wrong or all of the ways that it could go right. Is my attention on the worst case scenario? Is my attention on it working favorably for me or not? I got to check my attention. That's where I'm starting first. And I'm going to cut some things out. This that know thyself. If I know watching certain things or listening to certain things draw up or stir up the fear in me, the uncertainty in me, the worry in me, the stress in me, then I'm going to check that. I'm not going to keep doing it. I'm not going to keep partaking. That's insanity. So I'm going to start paying attention to the things that seem to draw out the parts of myself that I would like to move away from. The parts of myself that I would like to starve. That's what I got to do to starve it. If my attention feeds 
then what happens when I take my attention away? Okay, it's going to starve. So boom, that's where I'm starting, right there. Who am I talking to? What am I watching? What am I listening to? I'm going to start there. Then, what am I going to do to address the disease of the mind? I'm going to hone in on my body. Because I'm going to understand that an unclean body is going to make it even harder to check my attention. I'm a, See, when the body's out of whack, I'm on edge. The nervous system is out of control. It's triggered very easily. But I'm going to understand that what I'm eating has the ability to disrupt the nervous system. It has the ability to weaken the nervous system. The, just flavors that they're putting in food, certain chemicals are neurotoxins so they can damage or disturb nerve function so i'm gonna be checking what i'm putting in my body because i'm understanding that an out of control body is directly connected to an out of control mind so i'm gonna help reel that sucker in and I'm going to check what I'm eating and I'm going to start pulling out the stimulants. I'm stimulated by, ooh, food chemicals. So highly processed foods, I'm going to back up off that for a little bit. I'm going to back up off the fast food for a little bit. The things that my body normally kind of craves and get off on, I'm going a, I'm to a dead net for a period of time. Because I got to clean my vessel up. I'm going to pay attention to how, how often I'm having bowel movements. Because where there's stagnation there, I know there's stagnation elsewhere on the inside. And if I understand that my gut is the second brain, over 80% of my immune system is there, and I'm not having proper flow there, then I know there's a disruption in many other functions. Functions that I need to help keep me under control. What do you think helps control your ability to stay calm, your nervous system? And if that nervous system is, you got your enteric nervous system that is in your gut. It's this network wiring of nerves that help control so many other functions in the body. So I'm going to work the physical. I'm going to work that body. I'm going to work what I'm putting in it. Then I'm going to start being intentional about what I'm helping to get up out of it. That's what I be doing to, to address the disease of the mind. And then lastly, whew, I'm going to saturate. I'm going to start mega dosing on what I want. I'm going to start saturating my life with ease, ease of the mind. I'm gonna start feeding, I'm gonna start fertilizing it. I'm gonna start reading things that just make me come alive. I'm gonna start listening to things that make me feel good again. I'm a, Those songs that I, that I used to like that made time stop, that I could just boogie, that I could just vibe to, that made everything else in life just shh. I was not aware of anything during those times. These are whatever, whatever things that if I was outside running, if it's exercise for me, if I could go walking, if that's the thing that just makes nothing else in the world matter at that moment, I'm, I'm going to lean so deep into those things. 
if it's painting, if it's singing, if it's cooking, if it's helping children, if it's taking care of the elderly, whatever my thing is, I'm going to saturate my life with it. I'm going to start listening to music that makes me feel alive, that speaks to the power in me, that speaks to the greatness in me. And I'm going to do it over and over and over again. I want it to be so familiar to every cell in my body. I want to speak to the consciousness within that says I am well, that says I can live this life in a way that is satisfactory to me, right? That everybody judges what that looks like, but I'm going to live it to my satisfaction. I'm going to get what I desire to get out of this thing. And then I'm going to put forth, see, I ain't just going to be a taker, I'm going to get what I came to get, but I'm also going to put something else down. I'm also going to give of something because in that giving, I also feed myself in the process. So bam, it's a win-win. And I'm going to work that thing and I'm going to trust in that process and I ain't going to let up to the damn breaks. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I will be doing to address the worst disease of all, baby. The disease of the mind. There is no too far gone. As long as you're in this body, this body, as long as you're in this physical experience, ain't no too far gone in my book. I, I know too much about the creative force. I know too much about divine wisdom and divine power that even when you feel disconnected, you can never be disconnected. Now, the signal, you know, maybe weaken a little bit. We might got a little congestion. We got a little interference that's weakening it. But disconnected, never. Never. That's what I will be doing. I ain't accepting anybody else's version of how this life's supposed to be. I don't care what you think. If you are in the reality of suffering and pain and devastation and struggle and poverty and it ain't fair and they owe us and they they done took everything and, and hey good luck with that i would ask yourself to take inventory if you've been talking that talk for the last five years what has it done for you lately and if you're still talking it right now I would encourage you a year from now to take inventory again and see what it is doing for you. And in five years, and maybe at some point the light bulb goes off to say, hey, am I more interested in being right or am I more interested in being well? Because I can certainly keep telling the story that I believe is right. This is the world. This is the way it is. This is the way it works. This is what you get. This is what you don't get. I can certainly be right in telling that story. Or I can say to hell with all of that. I don't give a damn about none of it. What I know is that <laughs> all is mine. The universe is mental. So because I have a mind because I am tapped into the universal mind. 
I determine my destiny. I determine my fate. I determine my health. I determine my wealth. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Those are the options, people. Those are the options. I see people who have given up. People who I I know, man, are just amazing people. Genuine people. And they have decided to stay the course of pity and defeat. And just pointing out what other people are doing. Look it. See, I told you. That's, see, that's their whole damn life. All the while, they could pump them brakes and take another course. All the while, they could just stop and say, yeah, that might be true, but it don't serve me to give any more energy to that anymore. I don't care. Yeah, I'm do this or that. I do feel the history of this and that. I got it. But where I'm headed and where I'm becoming means, and, and, and what I'm becoming means so much more to me that I'm going to just stop it. I'm, I'm not giving no more energy to that. I'm not giving no more time to that. I'm not fighting about that or with that anymore. I'm going to turn my attention and my focus to myself. I just need to see. Maybe this ain't the right course, but I'm going to just shift just for a moment to see what would happen when I give myself everything I got. If I use all of my thoughts, if I use all of my power, if I put all of my attention on being the highest expression of myself, what would happen? I just got to see. I got to know. I got to at least try. I got to at least try to see what would life be like. There ain't, there ain't no truth. Let me tell you something. I am certainly team truth all the way. It's what I stand on. But there ain't no quote unquote truth in the physical that means that so much to me that I would pursue it more so than I pursue myself. I don't want no money. I ain't begging for no money. I, 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 at this stage of the game, to know what I know, like to see people out in the street begging for reparations, if you really were as powerful as you knew or as, or let me say, as you claim to be, you could actually get it. You could. And you never have to beg for it. I ain't begging for nothing. Even if I feel it's due to me, there's a lot of things. There's some people who owe me. Some people who I got, you know, we all got a list. I don't care. Don't mean that much. To, if I got to, if, if that's the chopping block, that or me, I'm choosing me. I'm choosing me. If I have the access, if I have access to the greatest source of wealth there is, I don't have to tussle with you about it. I don't have to tussle with doctors about my health. I don't have to tussle with doctors doctors about my well-being. Do you understand? You can't give that to me. There's nothing you can tell me that's going to confirm my health. You can't. There's no test to give me. There's no blood work that's going to show me that. It's impossible. Because I know. And once you know, baby, you can't unknow. It's yours. The hell with what everybody else doing and talking about. 
They operating with a diseased mind. And you can't win that way. You will never win on this plane. Maybe you'll come back next lifetime. Try again and get it. But this lifetime, you ain't going to get there. You cannot have your energy dispersed in such a way and live the highest expression of yourself at the same time. You can't. You can't. You hit capacity. There's a limit. There's a limit to this thing. And I know we, I say we're limitless. But there's only so much that you can put your attention on at one time. Some would say, uh, science says you can only really fully have your attention on one thing at a time. You could be seemingly doing multiple things, but your attention can really only be on one thing at a time. What will you choose to put your attention on? That is the question. Even with the, we was talking about the NFL player and I know something in the milk ain't clean. I don't have to know every detail. Just like three years ago, <laughs> you know, when you know, you know, it ain't, it ain't speculation. It ain't even conspiracy. It ain't any of those things. When you know, you know, but here's, here's the conclusion that I've come to about a lot of this stuff. Same way with the, um, what's the lady? So apparently the co-owner of the Buffalo Bills had been missing. Well, I shouldn't say missing. She had been seen. Her family had given a vague report that she had a medical issue to happen back in June, last June. They really hadn't given an update. Nobody had seen her since. But apparently her daughter just came out and publicly, um, published an article, a letter or whatever saying that I guess she had a heart attack. They found her unconscious, had to give her CPR and she never fully recovered. She's having memory issues. Um, <laughs> and you know where she's only what? 43, 53. I think she's 53. So, you know, where my mind tends to go, well, what, what has she done in the last couple of years? And how many times has she done it? Hmm? Hmm? It's, it's a question worth asking, right? But where I am at this stage of the game, I, I don't care. I am not going to be fighting to prove anything to anybody. And if people's family members are either ignoring, disregarding, or trying to cover up what's actually going on, then hey, whatever. Ain't my problem. If they don't care, why the hell am I going to care? There are too many people out there who do want support, who are saying, this is what happened to me. This is what happened to my child. Um, the doctors won't listen. They're trying to call us crazy. We've tried to, you know, do follow up with Pfizer, or we try to do follow up with Moderna, or the or the uh, CDC. Nobody has contacted us. There are people who genuinely need and want support because they understand what has happened. If anything, those are the folks where the energy should be applied. 
The rest, I don't care. If you don't care that your 20-some year old just fell out and dropped dead, had to be brought back, had a heart attack, had a stroke, there's nothing in you that says this is worth investigating and maybe I need to really consider some things. Hey, whatever, bro. Not my problem. See, I ain't here to save the world. <laughs> I'm far beyond that phase of my life of even thinking that. Whatever, whatever works. Because again, it's this, it comes back to the same thing. When the mind is gone, so is everything else. And people have put a lock so hard and so tight on their mind, they're unwilling to consider anything other than what they've been told and what they've brainwashed themselves to believe, whatever. But this is what I know. And we talked about this before. You ain't going to be able to hide this one. Sorry, not sorry. You can try to cover it up because where there was one, there will be another. And there have been another. It's coming out, baby. There will be no running from it. And people are going to have to face the music and the hardship and the pain. This is when it gets real shaky. Because you get fearful. You say, I don't know what to believe in anymore. Life starts to feel very scary when you don't know who to trust, what to believe. And you start to question everything, even your own faith. You start to question God. You start to question like, am I losing my freaking mind? If all of this is a lie, oh my God, how do I function in a world where my mind is now saying it's all a lie? And, well, that's the, they'll, you, you, at that moment you hit a point, you have to make a decision. Some people are not able to, um, proceed any further in the physical and they leave the body. For others, they have a complete and absolute meltdown. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I mean, I'm laughing cause I know it. I've experienced it. You have a meltdown. But you're not afraid. Like even in a meltdown, there's a part of you that's inviting that. It's accepting. It's, it's, it's saying, okay, this is what it is. And it's great, great things that come out of that. And then there are others who um, they're going to resist the meltdown and then still have one in the process of resisting. And life becomes this perpetual state of trying to avoid, trying to keep my attention off of, trying to focus on something else, trying to cover it up. But I am saying when the heart starts to open and when your soul starts to say yes, you cannot say no. You will not be able to say no. Not in peace, you won't. So deciding where you put your energy is most vital. Deciding where you put your attention is most vital. It's you are not afforded the opportunity to play with that. It becomes so sensitive in the midst of trying to reel yourself out. In the midst of trying to save yourself. You will not be able to save nobody else in the process. This will probably be one of the most selfish times in your life. And that's a good thing. 
where you say, I got to give everything I got to myself. Do not call me and ask me what you need to do about your boo because I don't know. Don't call me to tell me about your mama who's sick. I'm sorry to hear that. I got nothing for nobody right now other than myself. I need every drop of me. Now, the good news is what you're going to find is you're going to come out so much greater, so much stronger, so much more powerful that you will be able to circle back and be of some aid and assistance or guide to those you do care about. But in the moment when you are saying, one, you've acknowledged that I got to get my mind right. I got to get stronger. I got to get wiser. I got to get more attention, attentional about what it is that I'm doing and how I'm living. When, when you're in that state, you got to dedicate all of your resources to yourself. Where attention goes, energy flows, power grows. Your attention is your power, people. Your frequency is your protection. This is how you move through this matrix and you don't get swallowed up by it. You don't go crazy behind it. You don't get fearful. The news don't stop. There's always the new thing. It's a balloon in the sky. Oh, oh, oh my God, this could be the big one. It's those moments that you have to check yourself. Am I responding to what the world is saying that I should be fearful of? Or am I operating in my own knowing, in my own wisdom, in my own power? It takes practice. So think about it. Think about it. Where's your mind? Where would you like it to be? More importantly, where's your attention? Because that's what's going to show you. That's what's going to expose to you. Whatever, if you're uncertain where you are in your mind, look at where your attention is. And that's, that's giving you a great indicator of where you're being led to. That's all I got for you good people. Think about it. Until next time. Peace.